today's episode is a cool episode because we're going to talk a specific tinkering experiment, a tinkering project. And AJ, tinkering is a 12-month-a-year hobby. This is a Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? The Fitting Room Podcast. Yes, we are back, baby, on Monday. It is Monday morning, August 5th. AJ Vopel here, Nate Adelman over there. Really fun show for you today, and actually fun shows for you today, because, uh, Nate, why don't you... Our Mondays are going to be busy from now on. Monday morning pods. Monday morning fitting room pods. And then Monday evenings from 5 to 6 Pacific, 8 to 9 Eastern. We're live on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, channel 205 or 92, depending on your system. So Mondays are all about fitting. It's all about fitting. It's all about tinkering. It's all about your equipment and helping golfers everywhere understand what's happening with their equipment just a little bit better than they did on Sunday. Yes, and the podcasts, all part of the Callaway Podcast Network. So if you're not subscribed to The Fitting Room, just search it on Apple Podcasts, search it on SoundCloud, search it on Spotify, and just tap that little subscribe button so you never miss a show. Every week on Mondays, you will be full. On Tuesday, when you wake up, Tuesday morning, you'll be full a full belly and a full brain of fitting of new fitting knowledge. And it all goes to helping you shoot lower scores. If That's you right. better understand your equipment and how it works, you're going to be able to use it a little better. Yeah. And today's episode, AJ. That's why I'm really excited for today's Today's though. episode, I think I ha- I think we should do a lot of these over the next coming months. Okay. But today's episode is a cool episode because we're going to talk a specific tinkering experiment, a tinkering project. And AJ, tinkering is a 12-month-a-year hobby. We don't take breaks. No. It doesn't matter. No. Even if it doesn't no go in sleeping. the bag. Tinkering doesn't sleep. No. And even, it, even if it doesn't go in the bag, when we go to the range, we're tinkering. We're trying things. We're experimenting. Yep. And you decide if you're going to take that to the course with you that weekend or not. Yep. But I, I, just, I just did a little tinkering myself, tell as me a matter of fact. It. Tell me about it. I took out Sub-Zero Driver because I wasn't getting enough spin. Oh, I didn't. I wanted my ball to fly a little farther, so I took out the ten point five sub zero, put in a ten point five standard. I want to unpack this a little bit. How okay. did you end up in the sub zero in the first place? Well, because it was mainly, it was mainly Nate to try to avoid the left side, and the sub zero mm. really yeah. helped me stay center to right. It's the most fade biased head for yes. sure. Yeah, and it like. For sure, because yeah. when I tested them initially, um, I couldn't really hit this thing to the left, which was right. for me brilliant, which was right. so good. But I'm hitting these kind of these mid-flight peelers off to the right, and I didn't think I was getting enough carry, so I took it um, in front of our uh, community simulator that we have here mm-hmm. uh, at Cali Golf, mm-hmm. uh, a little community simulator for the whole entire company, and uh, I, I reserved 30 minutes. Went in there, had two heads, same shaft. I think I was spinning the sub zero about two thousand, and now that's with, low. I know with the sta- uh, with the standard head, I'm at like twenty five fifty was what like I was averaging, which that to me that was like that, oh the, my god, PGA Tour average mwah. is like twenty six and it was change. Ideal. 
uh, because those guys would rather hit it straight than because uh, they generate tons of club head speed. So mm-hmm. you're just under PGA Tour average. Yep. You're just over what like a fitter would optimally say, you know, 2,200, 2,300, something like that. But yeah. that's okay. That's like very, pretty, pretty close. Yep. The question I have, well, first off, you could always loft it down to get that back down to 23 if you wanted. Right. But the question that I have is, you said sub-zero was to get rid of the lefts. Mm-hmm. Are you having an issue turning over the center too much? Uh, well, I haven't really... I've taken it on the course once, and it wasn't too bad. It was definitely... It definitely wasn't hard to hit it to the left uh, for me, but it wasn't something where I was like, oh, you know what? I was like, I'm really sacrificing a lot here. So right. I have a couple rounds in two weeks. I'll be back in New York, and I have a few rounds scheduled there so it'll be much more testing well here's what i like and then i'll kind of really here's what i like if you're in the 10-5 standard head Mm -hmm. and it's okay maybe there's a little bit of left the good news is there are three things you can do to fight the left yep you can keep it in neutral so lying on neutral not in the in the deed in the draw setting Mm -hmm. number one sliding weight to the toe would be number two yep and then uh number three it would be lofting down which that actually probably should be number one. If your spin's too high, loft down because that will slightly open the face. Yeah. And that'll help not turn the ball over as well. Totally. So you got plenty of things to do to make sure you don't hit it left. Yeah, but I think it was a good move for now, but I will report back in a couple weeks after uh, this little this little golf trip. But I want to get to the topic at hand, Nate. The main event. Uh, yes, the main event. Uh, oh, uh, quick plug first. If you missed our last Monday episode of – Epic Forged Iron. Forget about the subject for a second. We talked about Epic Forged Irons. We talked about Epic Hybrid, which were just released uh, from Callaway. Forget about that for a sec. Don't don't even listen for the deep dive on the product and kind of who it's for and if it might benefit for you. Listen for Yo D Nevs, our oh, yes. guy, the podcast extraordinaire, who actually just celebrated five years at Callaway Golf. So. Major shout out to Yo D Nevs, aka Dave Neville, aka Specs Nevs, um, the man with more gimmicks and <laughs> more fitting uh, and instructional tools than uh, anybody on the planet. Uh, but he really takes us in depth on those clubs. So definitely go you check know, out that podcast. That was you, the last one last month. Do Monday. you know what tomorrow is, AJ? I. Tuesday. Tomorrow is my five-year anniversary. No way. It was a good hiring week that week. What? Yeah. I celebrated my five years in April. Yeah. Wow. Big, I'll tell you what. Good, that's a pretty solid squad. Good, good that, recruiting class. been here class. for five years. Good yeah. recruiting that class is, of 2014. That is the 2014 recruiting class will literally go down. It's almost like the Duke 98 class or the Duke 99 recruiting class with like Duhan, Jay <laughs> Williams. Like I think Boozer was around there. Wow. That's a uh, dream team esque. Mm. Very nice. Okay. All right. Main event. Main event. I underwent a fitting experiment recently. Yes. Um, Garrett Pond, who many of you know, has been on the show. Who is he for those Garrett who don't know? Garrett is a, a, I believe his official title is Senior Golf Club Specialist um, at the Ely Callaway Performance Center. Basically, he works with unreleased clubs, helping optimize them and all, all of their design, the data, the performance, but also fits a lot of tour players and VIPs that come through. He fit Will Smith Will last Smith, week. Will Smith, yes. Fun fact. So that was That's cool. exciting, yeah. yeah. Um, and he said, uh, 
that Will Smith was very similar to what you would imagine him being, being like his personality mm-hmm. on screen. That's is, what Chad said. Yeah, which is pretty cool because not love everyone's that. like that. No, That's I know. Cool. I love that. So um, Garrett and I were uh, messing around and we decided to do a little experiment. And, okay. and sometimes, you know, when you can teach Garrett something new, you know, you've done something uh, here. So here's what we did. Okay. We took two shafts, identical shaft models, identical shaft flex. What was the shaft? Tell the people out it there. Was, they, you know the people want to mm, know what shaft know. that you were testing. The people want to know. It was a Mitsubishi uh, Kurokage oh, nice. XD60S. Nice. So it's um, it's got holograms on it. It's pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool. cool looking shaft. Um, I've been playing the Kurokage for a while. So this have. is a new, uh, just a newer version of it. Yep. Um, and so what we did was we took two identical shafts. So exact same uh, weight, flex, model, everything. We cut them both to 45 inches, but one of them was... I can't believe you went 45. One of them oh my gosh. was tipped one inch, and one of them was straight into uh, the OptiFit hosel. So they're both 45 inches, but a different portion of the, 40, of, the, of the uncut shaft. Yeah, so this is interesting to me as a certified fitter because many times golfers aren't sure about this whole tipping process. So I'm going to kind of uh, play dumb to an extent, but ask you some pretty kind of basic or elementary questions just about tipping this way. If somebody out there is listening and they're not so familiar with it, or they might be a little bit, we're going to kind of explain it a little bit. So okay. first off, yes. The general tipping procedure, you order a golf club yep. from CallawayGolf.com, yep. you order a flash driver, yep. will that driver shaft be tipped or not? So typically what will happen is manufacturers will follow the manufacturer trimming instructions. So every shaft, whether it's True Temper, Mitsubishi, Aldola, uh, Oban, Graphite Design, you name it, every shaft will have trimming instructions. And so typically with a driver, there'll be no tip needed. You put it straight into the driver head uh, with a th- like a three wood. It'll be a half inch trim. A five wood will be a full inch trim. Um, and that will be like the suggested trimming instructions. And and they'll, uh, so sometimes there are certain specific shafts where the manufacturer will have something different. But for the most part, that's what they do. Um, Callaway will we will follow the manufacturer instructions on trimming. No problem. Okay. Second question. Yes. You did this test. You said identical shaft, weighting, yep. length, all that. Yep. Where did you do this testing? Uh, this was tested both um, in two places. The build room, which was we were measuring all of the specs after they were all built um, to see what if it, how it would affect the golf club itself. Same driver head, how it would affect the club. Because so did it change like swing weight and things like we'll that? We'll get to, we'll get okay. to that. Okay. And then uh, we went and hit them outside. So hit them on an outdoor range. Um, no, we, fitting technology? Uh, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't bring or? a track man for this. That, oh, okay. that was, um, uh, I, I would say that wasn't the main goal of the test was not that. It was more from a field ball flight standpoint was what we were looking to see how the differences would be. Okay. So you're doing this test. Yes. You're doing without any technology, mostly by feel. Why don't you go over some preliminary results? Well, that you so saw? That we had a we we had a little bit of a hypothesis, which is golfers say, "Why do golfers 
uh, say I want to tip the shaft, right? They yep. say I want it because it makes it stiffer. Mm -hmm. They want it because they'll say it'll bring the ball flight down. They want it because they'll say it'll spin less. Like there'll be a lot of reasons. It'll make it a stouter shaft, a boardier shaft. That's yeah. typically why someone would want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a little bit of uh, we wanted to see, you know, to what extent is this true and what else is happening? The what else actually is the interesting part of this story. Oh, all right. So, um, so Nate, when somebody tips a shaft, say uh, you go back into Pro Tour, talk to our good friend Anthony Toronto, and you say, Anthony, could you please tip this shaft an inch? What is he doing well, with that? This, where, like, where is this he? is an important thing to mention. Right. Is if you have a club that's already built, you can't tip a club without shortening a club. When you're building a club from scratch and you have the full length uncut shaft, then you can tip the club and still have it at the length that you want it. Mm -hmm. So that is something that this particular type of experiment was only possible because we had the luxury of two uncut shafts. Whereas for most people, if they're buying a golf club from a store, uh, they're not going to have that luxury mm -hmm. unless they order it long on purpose. And here's a pro tip. You can actually order the grip in the box. So it's ungripped, so oh, you can so you cut can... it yourself and grip right. it yourself. So that's nice, nice. a little, 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 little nice pro tip little, there. Little tidbit right there. Yeah, love it. Um, okay, so uh, the actual performance element was a little bit, uh, we'll say, anticlimactic. The tipped one did feel like maybe a hair tighter, mm -hmm. almost like a lower torque, barely, but it was honestly very, very little perceptiveness. They both mm. felt really good. The ball flights were pretty darn similar. Um, so that part was actually not too notable. Um, and I think this gets to the what our larger test data shows us, which is the head really, really matters. If you have a head, making adjustments to the head matters a yeah. lot. Um, the connection point from the grip to uh, the club is important, but small changes like – small changes in like one inch on a tip is not really going to have large effects on ball flight and performance. Gotcha. Now, granted, if you went from a 40 gram shaft to an 80 gram shaft, you're going to see huge differences. Yeah, it's so be, yeah. We're not trying to say anything about the shaft, not, you know, not mattering shaft totally matters, but the head, if you have a very similar small changes in shafts is not, is going to have small effects on ball flight. That's all. Yeah. So you were, you were teasing us uh, yes. a moment ago about the what else. Yes. So this is the part that actually I'm very surprised, curious on this. This surprised me the most, um, and it was the fact that this, the, the two shafts, even before hitting them, the two shafts put in the same head, one tipped an inch, one not, identical lengths. The raw uncut shafts was identical weights, same grip, same head, different swing weights. So which what were the swing weights? Do you of, have of a guess? Do you have a guess? Well, I would say that the one that was tipped. Well, actually, I'll, 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 here I'll, I'll pose it like this: the one that was untipped. So the standard manufacturer yeah. trimming instructions put into the head. I had right at D two and a half, which is money. Oh, okay. that's, that's like, like that's almost like my yeah. that's, that's that's ideal for me. That's the money zone. I yeah. think between D two and D three with the driver, in my opinion, yeah. is where you want to be. Yeah. Okay, would you guess that the one that was tipped an inch, so there's an inch missing from the tip, which means you have an inch more on the on butt. The, on the, yeah, I would say I would guess that that would be in the D4, D5. So the tipped one you think is heavier, why? 
just because there's more mass at the other end of the shaft. So there's more mass at the grip end. Yes. So th that would bring the center of gravity up. Right. Which would... Oh, what would actually take it down. That would, lo that would yeah, actually correct, lower. Correct. Right, right, right. That would lower that's the swing, swing weight. And that's exactly what happened. That's right. So I was actually a little surprised by that. Um, when you say it like that, it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I, I had thought that if you were cutting off the skinny part of the shaft, mm -hmm. you're moving the thicker part down lower that it would make it heavier. Heavier, but, yeah. Um, in fact, it was the opposite. The one that was tipped was actually D one and a half. So it was actually a full swing weight point lighter, which Damn. was a surprise to me. Yeah. Um, and so one of the next experiment, so we'll report back on this. The next experiment is that shaft, that particular shaft, the Kurokage shaft is, um, from a weighting standpoint is, a. I don't know what you would call it. It's, it's a, it's the opposite of a counterbalance shaft. So it's not counterbalanced. There's more weight towards the tip. So the next experiment is doing the same thing with a counterbalance shaft to see if the same thing happens or it reverses. So what would you say? Okay, so one, which shaft went in the bag? And what would you suggest to golfers out there in terms, if somebody is wondering right now yep. if they shouldn't do it? And maybe they don't have time to experiment. Maybe they don't want to get two shafts. Both very logical and understanding. Right. So which one did you go with and what would you, what advice would you give to golfers out there um, who are thinking about this? Okay. So this part, um, if you have two shafts that are sa same shafts and you want to be able to tell, this is not the question you asked, but I will answer your question too. Okay. And you need to be able to tell which is tipped and which is not. Mm -hmm. There's a very simple trick, which is look at the graphics. The graphics that are farther away from the grip are the one is the one that's tipped. Yeah. So that's just a uh, just a quick trick there. So that's how okay. I was able to tell one one from the other. Um, I went with the one that was standard standard tipping instructions. The the grip, uh, sorry, the tip no, untrimmed straight into the OptiFit hosel. Mm -hmm. I did that because um, first off for me that was the swing weight I wanted. Was that was a big part, but also uh, it just there was something it felt a little livelier, which it's barely perceptible but it was um you know slightly there it felt a little livelier which mm -hmm. makes a little little bit of sense theoretically but again i would be totally fine with playing with the other one yeah it was more that i wanted a the swing weight to me was more important yeah all right Very so good. that's what i did and i would say my recommendation yeah, to golfers recommendation? out there is don't overthink that you know the shaft makers are very sophisticated at how they make their shafts why they make them the way they do um so if something's not stiff enough or heavy enough, go heavier, go, go to the next flex up. That's going to deliver you a noticeable difference. I, I wouldn't overthink the tipping too much. Yeah. And guys, if you have done this test before, or you feel very strongly about it, definitely give us a call during our live show tonight. Or if you're listening on Tuesday, uh, or uh, any other day in the week, except for Monday, let us know on the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Go in the fitting corner, start a thread, start a shaft tipping thread, and we will jump on there because uh, we're very, I'm very curious to hear uh, the results for other golfers out there as well. And if you think we're crazy and insane, then tell us. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, tell us. If you think Nate um, is a dumbass for going with the <laughs> one that with the, with the untipped one, let us know or let him know. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback and everything like that so 
Um, all right, Nate, any uh, last words on this uh, tipping experiment? No, I'm excited to do the next phase, uh, phase two of this experiment, do the same thing with the counterbalance shaft. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully we can expect that one soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, this tinkering extraordinaire. Yes, Nate Adelman, the world's foremost tinkerer uh, with a radio show. So That's an unsubstantiated claim. Yeah, so make sure you are subscribed. <laughs> To the Fitting Room Podcast. Make sure you listen to the Fitting Room Live on Sirius XM PJ Tour Radio every Monday from 5 to 6 Pacific, 8 to 9 Eastern. And we will see you either at the live show or next Monday right here on the Fitting Room Podcast.